Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. There's nothing like a story with a good old-fashioned plot twist. Back in 2019, Alden Global Capital, a hedge fund known for buying and gutting newspapers, became the largest shareholder of Tribune Publishing. That's the company that owns the Chicago Tribune, the Baltimore Sun, and other papers. Since then, former Tribune investigative reporter Gary Marks and his colleague David Jackson, they started a movement inspiring journalists to speak out against Alden and to find a buyer that could help local newspapers like the Tribune thrive. Now, Marks and Jackson have found a new duo to make a bid for the company. A Swiss billionaire and a Maryland hotel magnate want to buy the company, force Alden Global Capital out, and maybe, just maybe, save local journalism. For more on the story, we turn to Gary Marks himself. Gary, welcome to Reset. Thank you, Sasha. Great to be here. Gary, take us back to the moment back in 2019 when you learned that Alden Global Capital was going to become the majority shareholder in Tribune Publishing. What was going through your mind? Well, it was really panic, frankly. I mean, at that point, Alden had already bought up uh, dozens of newspapers across the country, mostly local newspapers, including, you know, great papers like the Denver Post. And they have a playbook, and it's essentially to gut the newspapers, to suck out the money, to enrich their investors. So they already at that point, when I when we heard about this in November 2019, we already knew what their plans were for the Tribune company and because they had, they had already done this in the past. Mm-hmm. So it was panic, but it was also, uh, you know, determination. David Jackson and myself just decided one day, you know, we were at the Tribune newsroom, we just said, we got to do something about this. You know, we just can't take this lying down. The newspaper, the Tribune is too important to our city to just let this go without a fight. So we decided to dig in our heels. And, you know, we spent the next year, basically year and a half, uh, fighting Alden toe-to-toe, mm-hmm. along with others, both in our newsroom and at other Tribune publications across the country, including, you know, the Baltimore Sun, the Orlando Sentinel, and other papers. They own Alden Global Capital. They own over 60 daily newspapers across the country. So that's a lot of local newspapers that are in danger. And you say that they've been gutting newspapers. Can you give specific examples of what that means? What, what kind of cuts well, are we seeing? I mean, dramatic cuts. I mean, Alden will sell you, and this is part of their PR, is that, oh, well, they've never closed a newspaper. Well, when you take a staff of 45 and you cut it to two or three people, that's essentially a ghost newspaper, and that's happened across the country. You know, uh, the Tribune, for example, makes 8 or 9% profit right now. They're demanding a 20% profit. That's what they demand across the industry. Well, with revenues declining, what can you do? The only thing you can do is cut staff if you want to increase profits. And so that's what they do. They dramatically cut staff, and uh, they've done that across the country. And this not just destroys the institutions of the newspapers. You know, the newspapers have been a primary watchdog for the residents, for the city. And so it hurts the city. It doesn't just hurt journalists. So that's, you know, that's essentially what Alden has done over and over again, and that is their plan for Tribune Company as well. As we mentioned, Gary, there's a new offer that's on the table for Tribune Publishing. Tell us about the two men who want to buy the company for $680 million, which is more than what Alden was offering. 
Yeah, well, it's an incredible story. I mean, frankly, um, you know, we, David and I, had, had, had given up hope, essentially. David left the paper in July. I just left recently in January. But, you know, it looked like Alden was going was gonna to win the newspaper. The Tribune Board of Directors approved their offer to buy the outstanding shares. Then these two gentlemen came forward, and it's, an, you know, uh, Stuart Bainham, who's a hotel magnate um, and nursing home magnate out in Maryland, he was very interested in buying just the Maryland part of Tribune Publishing, which includes the Baltimore Sun and two other papers. And he had a deal to buy those from Alden, but Alden demanded an outrageous service agreement. He had to pay all these, uh, you know, service agreement over many years. Anyways, he just said, I'm going to buy this on my own. I'm going to buy Tribune Publishing. I'm going to buy all the newspapers. But he didn't have the money. So, uh, you know, two weeks ago, David and I get an email out of the blue from a representative of Hans-Jorg Wies. Now, I had never heard of this gentleman before, but uh, I quickly wikied him and realized that, you know, this is a gentleman who started a medical devices company. He's lived in the States for many years. He sold that company to Johnson & Johnson for $20 billion. This is a serious individual, a serious conservationist, a serious progressive. And his representative said he read our op-ed in the New York Times. It appeared over a year ago, but he had just read it and said he wanted to buy the Tribune. He believed in the importance of journalism, of great journalism, of investigative reporting. And it sort of went from there after that. So what's the latest then? When are we going to find out whether the board goes with this new offer? So right now what's happening is Mr. Bainham and Mr. Vies have made their proposal to the Tribune board. It appears to be what they would describe as a superior offer. That means Tribune Publishing now has to open their books to Mr. Bainham and Mr. Vies to see what are the internal financials of Tribune Publishing, okay? And then they'll make a formal offer. Now, of course, Alden has the opportunity to respond, and that's really the big question is right now Mr. Bainham and Mr. Visa's offer is superior. It's $18.50 a share. Uh, Alden's offer to buy the outstanding shares, I think it's $17.25 or somewhere around there. So Alden will have an opportunity to respond. The question is, will they respond with a higher offer or will they walk away? That's the question. Yesterday, union journalists at uh, Tribune Publishing held a summit talking about the importance of local news. Democratic Congresswoman Marie Newman of Illinois' 3rd Congressional District was one of the speakers. Let's take a listen. The news desert is real. Um, I, I think we even see it in some suburbs here in the Chicago area that we're, we have these uh, voids and these gaps. And you know what I'm seeing more of? The cut and paste of and then just putting a new headline on. That's not how news works. That's not how it should never work um, and, and devastates communities. Gary, the, the congresswoman makes a very good point here that speaks to the important role that newspapers and other local news plays here in communities. You touched on it earlier when you talked about the danger this ownership could have on cities, right? Especially at a time when we're seeing the rise of misinformation, conspiracy theories, political propaganda. Absolutely. I mean, there, you know, this, this, this whole thing about news deserts is something that is you know, really developed over the last number of years. I mean, even if Mr. Even if Mr. Bainham and Mr. Vies win Tribune Publishing, you know, there is still a very hard road ahead for regional and local newspapers. They don't. It doesn't pay the bills anymore, right? The advertising has gone down. 
The circulations have gone down. It's moved to the Internet. The Internet does not pay the kind of revenues it takes to support local and regional newspapers. So it's still a tough road. There is a path forward, though. You know, obviously, investing in the newsroom is the most important thing right now that, the, that, that Mr. Vies and Mr. Bainham could do. Because the Tribune has, uh, you know, over the last 15 years has been gutted, first by Sam Zell, then by Michael Farrow, and now by Alden. And we've got to rebuild this newsroom. And that's going to take investments, not more cuts. And the Congresswoman is exactly correct. You know, you can pick up the Tribune today and compare it to what it was 10 years ago. It's already a ghost version. And, and everybody in the newsroom knows that. Morale is desperate, low. It's desperate now. They're desperate for some hope. And Mr. Bainham and Mr. Vies offer us that hope. Hey, Gary, you and David, you wrote an op-ed in The Times uh, in January 2019, where you wrote about the amazing work and achievements of Tribune Publishing Papers and how Alden is a danger to that. Can you tell us the intention behind that and why it was important? Because this puts you at a lot of risk, right? You were warned that you could have gotten fired. You know, that is correct. It was really part of this effort that David and I took on for, for essentially a year, and we were doing it with others at the Tribune. You know, our great columnist, Mary Schmidt, wrote a beautiful column saying we needed a socially responsible owner, and others have taken part in the, in the effort as well. So it was part of a group effort at the Tribune. David and I were just kind of the spearhead of that. And yes, you know, we reached out to hundreds of people in Chicago, everybody you can imagine, anybody with deep pockets, to try to get somebody to understand the importance of investing in the Tribune, of saving the Tribune. I mean, it was incredibly disheartening that nobody stepped forward. I got to tell you that in our great city, nobody with all the wealth and power, nobody stepped forward. But the idea of putting it up in the New York Times was to take it national. We wanted to take it national so that people understood the importance of local and regional newspapers and what was at stake when Alden and other hedge funds got a hold of newspapers, gutted them, and enriched themselves. So we wanted to go to a national audience. What is the best uh, platform for that? It's obviously the New York Times. You know, other legacy papers in the U.S., the, the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, they're all owned by billionaires, Gary. And now we could have a Swiss billionaire owning the Chicago Tribune. Is that just the only way? You know, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not a financial expert. I'm just a reporter. I think there has to be a group of civic-minded people. Yes, people who have deep pockets at this point who are willing to invest in journalism while there is this transition to digital only. And it is going to be a tough transition. Obviously, Jeff Bezos at The Washington Post has, you know, an unlimited amount of money to spend. And they have been successful. But The Post is sort of a separate thing. You know, they, they've going for a national and international audience. Their subscriber base is international. The Tribune has got to decide what it wants to become to attract an audience. And for me, that means you've got to rebuild the newsroom. You've got to take back Chicago and the suburbs, as the congresswoman said, and then possibly have a Midwest footprint. But yes, right now you need deep pockets. The worst thing that can happen is for a hedge fund to get control of the Tribune, because that will destroy it completely. So now we've got this competing bid submitted 
Gary, does that make you any more optimistic then about the future outcome here? Absolutely. I mean, there was no hope uh, before we got this email out of the blue from, uh, from Mr. Uh, Visa's representative. Now there is hope. There is hope in the newsroom. And, you know, there's hope at the other Tribune publications. I mean, there's been a, there was a huge effort in Baltimore to do the same thing. Mr. Bainham wants the Baltimore Sun and those two other Maryland papers. People, groups of investors have come forward in Allentown, another Tribune publishing paper, in Hartford, the same thing. So, yes, local ownership is really important. And for the first time in this battle, I feel hopeful. I feel like, yes, maybe the good guys can win. Mm -hmm. You sound hopeful. Um, you're no longer at the Tribune, but what is your dream for the paper and its coverage? Like, what would you like to see them doing in five or ten years? You know, I, I think I've sort of explained it. I obviously believe that we need to buttress, we need to strengthen our coverage of Chicago. We need to get back and strengthen our coverage of the suburbs. And I think we should be, we should be the paper of record for basically the Midwest. That would be my goal and my dream for the Tribune. It is just a dream at this point. Obviously, uh, the first step is for um, Mr. Vies and Mr. Bainham to win this bid, to win control of Tribune Publishing. Then there'll be this long and painful process still of hopefully, you know, transforming, you know, what is what was once a, a print paper to a digital publication. But that's what I hope for the Tribune um, in the future. That's Gary Marks. He's a former investigative reporter for the Chicago Tribune. Gary, thanks so much for talking with us. Thanks, Sasha. It was a pleasure. Well, WVEZ has invested in our newsroom and in programs like Reset. And as the local papers have continued to shrink and disappear, we've grown thanks to support from listeners like you. Count on us to be there for you with the news and stories that you need, that Chicago needs, every day. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.